Okay. Are we ready? Yeah. Welcome to Pop to the Lou, where we share hilarious, embarrassing, heartbreaking, and inspiring stories of life with IBD. We will hopefully make you laugh, cry, and probably speechless, like Sarah is most of the time when I'm telling my stories. We're so excited to have you here on our first episode. We wanted to give a bit of background about myself, Sarah, and Cass and our journeys of discovering, being diagnosed, and going through life with uh, ulcerative colitis and Crohn's disease. Are we ready to kick it off? Let's go for it, Sam. Of course. So I am Canadian, grew up in Ontario, moved to London in 2014 to start my career, and then was diagnosed in 2015. So that happened quite quickly and out of the blue. Had a bit of a nightmare with that. And then just been on and off. I have good days. I have bad days. At the moment, I'm luckily not on any medication and I am self-diagnosed in remission, but it's been a journey. It has definitely been a journey and it's great to be able to just kind of talk about this for the first time, as we've mentioned in some of our previews, both of us are very private people. And so I've kept this part of my life a secret for most people for a very long time. Um, So just kind of coming to terms with everything now, but we thought for the first episode, it would be kind of fun to get to know us a little bit better, go through some very random questions that I'll read out. We're in different time zones. So Unfortunately, I'm the only tipsy one at the moment. Um, She should be drinking mimosas with me, (laughs) but she isn't for some reason. Hi, everyone. Cass here. So I'm from sunny England. And according to all my guy friends, I'm the least attractive of the two of us from the Pop to the Lou crew. I've had my Crohn's disease since I was about 13. I'm about 30. Well, I'm turning 37 now. So I've had it most of my life with my symptoms starting when I was about 10 years old. I've managed my Crohn's through nutrition, fitness, well-being strategies, and kind of really concentrating on my health throughout the years. Sarah and I have met so many amazing people traveling the world, and we just want to engage with everyone who's got IBD themselves, might care for someone with IBD, or might just know someone with IBD. We just want to hopefully make you laugh, probably cry, And listen to some stories, which are usually mine, super embarrassing, to just show you that you can literally do whatever you want to do in life and don't let this illness kind of hold you back. Hopefully we can inspire you to do everything you want to do and hopefully give you some tips on how to manage some really, really difficult symptoms. Really looking forward to engaging with you all and can't wait to hear from all of you. Let's get into some questions. First one. What's your favorite word? That I can't say that on um, <laughs> the podcast because it's horrific. You can, you can. I put explicit in our description. Um, or maybe you I, can. I, I don't know. How bad is it? <laughs> very uncomfortable saying what my absolute favorite word is. Oh my God, this is really difficult. Okay, pass. Me. If you want to pass on the question, my favorite words are horrendous. Sarah, you're okay. you're much nicer and sweeter than I am. What's yours? No, see, I was going to say um, an English swear word that you've said before that I actually, I don't know why I find it funny. Um, I don't know if it's my favorite word, but I do enjoy the word twat. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> That's not a word. 
twat. <laughs> to our listeners, that is not a word. Twat is a word, but twat, whatever Sarah is doing with the English language is not a word. But I like your take on it, Sarah. Oh my God, I'm actually crying. <laughs> oh God, the next question was what turns you on? Oh my God, what is wrong with our <laughs> listeners? Is this because we've been talking about OnlyFans and sugardaddies.com? Maybe. <laughs> I'm not, again, I'm not answering this question on the first episode. Like, what is wrong with you people? <laughs> what have we had as our description of this podcast? Have we clicked something wrong? Well, he may Are have. these all <laughs> questions from Morgan? <laughs> okay, I can answer it. Okay, go ahead. Because it's really boring, actually. Um, good food and personality. Is that really boring? Yeah. No, yeah, that doesn't count. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to say something really exotic, aren't you? No, I don't think so. I think, to be fair, I've matured over the years. Emotional intelligence. Yeah. Wow, I'm old. When I was younger, it was um, six packs and jaw lines. <laughs> now it's emotional intelligence and vulnerability. Who am I? What? These are going swimmingly. Um, I'm just going to have to edit this whole thing and keep it at my name is Cass and I have Crohn's disease. Oh, at least this I'm laughing. A, this is a really um, good idea at the time. What <laughs> sound? Or noise do you love? What sound or noise? I love drum and bass, so anything to do with drum and bass just makes me happy. I'm going to have to listen to this genre of music that you see. You'll hate it, but, you know, okay. let's roll with it. <laughs> I'll give it a go at some point. Um, what sound or noise do I love? I don't a know. yacht starting off. Yeah. A helicopter. Helicopter. <laughs> Okay. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Okay. This sounds really dodgy and I'd like to confirm that <laughs> this isn't dodgy, but I've always said this and all my friends that know me really well think that I would have been really good at this. So I, I genuinely find gynecology really interesting. And I know that sounds really weird and a bit gross, but I've always been since school, like I've always like talk to everyone about kind of gyne health I guess it's something that I think there's a massive stigma around and people get really embarrassed about it so I've always like especially when we got a little bit older I always made my friends have their smears I always used to get my friends to have their like annual STD checks and stuff and I'm just like yeah I just find it really interesting and really important because it's an aspect of your body that I think people get really nervous and a bit squeamish and a bit about um so I've yeah I I find gynecology really interesting and really important but that probably makes me sound a bit weird no I think the world needs gynecologists hmm. so I, and I think see that coming though do you know what it is as well whenever I've gone to the gynecologist they some of them have been really like this they haven't had any personality and I think when you're like when I've got my legs in the air and you're literally staring into my vagina I want to feel comfortable and I haven't done before because the clinicians have been a bit cold or serious and I think 
are not either of those things. So I, I would hope that while staring at someone's penis and vagina, I'd be there making jokes and making them feel comfortable. <laughs> not about their genitalia, by the way. <laughs> Call this Should a be, penis. I'm sure the guys would love that. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, so that would That'd be, be my next dream profession. Oh, so my I'm in tech at the moment. I don't know if I mentioned that. So I'm a tech nerd. But I feel like I would love, actually, I will do it at one point, but go into interior design. Oh, you'd be amazing. Thanks, babe. I've debated quite a few times, actually, quite recently, switching careers um, into that because I just enjoy it so much. And you're really talented with things like that. I think fashion and interior design, you're incredible, the complete opposite of me. I've always wanted to be like a Stepford wife, which sounds so weird. I'm all about feminism. Don't get me wrong, but I also love, (laughs) I I also love like iron sheets and throwing dinner parties and taking care of people. You Um, do throw a good dinner party. Oh, thanks love. The invitations alone are insane. (laughs) Okay. Next question. Um, that was a bit much. (laughs) What is wrong with our followers? How do you sleep at night? (laughs) (laughs) What's some things people seem to misunderstand about you? Loads. Uh, That because I'm blonde, people will always assume I'm a bimbo. Um, I've had that all my life. People always think that I'm some ditzy uh, blonde bimbo. Um, Yeah, but that's probably the main thing. Um, So I I find it quite... um, entertaining to to play around with that if I'm honest well you know how sarcastic I am Sarah so if I know that someone thinks that of me I will often um yeah play them at their own game a little bit and then do something to just throw them off I love that Mm. I think I'm probably about the same to be honest um I look young I sound young and I'm in a very male dominated industry people um have assumptions about me when I walk into a room and into a meeting and then I like to prove them wrong and also I would say that what we touched on previously jokingly like how stuck (laughs) up people think I could be people think you're a twat yeah or just I'm I am quite reserved so that's fair um and I am very like I don't think I'm set in my ways. I'm quite relaxed to be fair, but I do think I come across at times um, as being a bit stuck up, which I'm so not. I'm the type of person that if you're in my friend circle, I will literally do absolutely anything and everything for you. But because of that, I have to be very careful about who I allow into my circle because I know how much I give to those people. But you I'll tell you what else as well, Sarah, the reason why I think probably people think that of you sometimes is because you have the most classic one-liners <laughs> like, that I've ever come across. So <laughs> I find them hilarious because I know there's nothing to them, but you will come out with some absolute corkers. Like, do you know what I was thinking of the other day? And I, li- I think I was in the shower, just absolutely wetting myself. And um. We were in South Africa, you and I, with our friends, and I'll never forget because I find it hilarious. But Sam was obviously having the worst holiday of his life, our friend that traveled with four women. And um, you know what women are like? We just talk all the time, and anything yeah. we're thinking, we usually just say it as well. I'll never what forget we were 
we were at this like beautiful winery which was like a spa and everything and we were having like a great time and I'll never forget it I think we walked into the restaurant do you remember this we walked into the restaurant and you were it was it was classic Sarah we walked into the restaurant but you were really really pissed off about the amount of dust that had got onto your feet <laughs> And you were wearing some sandals because obviously we were in South Africa, it was boiling. And um, we'd walked into the, to wherever we were having lunch and you were like, ugh, oh, this place is so dusty. <laughs> and it was literally just because we were in oh the middle God. of like the mountain. <laughs> and I found it hilarious, but it was just, it was a classic Sarah comment. It was just so funny. And there was nothing to it. It was just like, ugh, this mountainside is just so dusty and it was like someone should have been like sweeping <laughs> your entrance do you know what I mean so that you were not collecting dust on your precious tits <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's driving right it's like that sometimes um, I think are hilarious because I just he called it. me he called me dusty for a good like two years after did he? I didn't know yeah. that that's so funny yes he calls me um, Mariah or Dusty. <laughs> I sent him uh, one of our videos, the one about you saying you'd like to get a helicopter to Glastonbury one year. And he just texted me back one line saying, never let Mariah go to Glastonbury. <laughs> I was like, this is amazing. Okay, I only said that I was wearing white shoes and the dust was like an orangey brown color. So I was like, my God, like it was really dusty. Um, it was just a passing comment. <laughs> Obviously, the place was amazing, um, but that's fair. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, this is a good question. If you could go back in time and talk to your 18-year-old self, what would you tell her? Oh my God, so much. Probably not to worry about what people think. I think when you're young, you worry so much about what people think, don't you? And the older you get, you're like, meh. And you kind of like we were saying before, I'm like, I like, not I enjoy cleansing people, but I've cleansed quite a lot of people that don't kind of fit in with my value base anymore. And when you're 18, you like having lots of friends and you really worry about how you look and et cetera, et cetera. Whereas now, like when I'm like coming into my late thirties, I'm like, it's all about quality, not quantity with friends. Like you want to surround yourself by those positive people that just like kind of encourage you and, you know, to do the best you want to do. And like be be around people that do you you know like there's some people that get quite bitter when you start doing new stuff and I've noticed that as you get older and I think it's just not to not to care about what other people think like if you're a nice person and you're um you know giving back and you're working hard and you're doing everything in a in a really like respectful way to everyone you shouldn't worry what everyone else thinks and I think you as you get older you're more confident and comfortable within yourself whereas when you're younger you're not yeah and embrace the cellulite on your ass (laughs) because when you're 18 you really worry about that and now you're like whatever man (laughs) the exact opposite I (laughs) would I have never done anything people want me to do (laughs) and I think it scares absolutely everyone in my life because um no one can influence or control me which annoys men (laughs) as well as my family (laughs) Oh, this is another podcast. (laughs)
I think I would go back and tell myself that every time you think it's the end of the world, it's not. And the bad times will pass just like the good ones do. I'm definitely an anxious person. My doctor actually told me it's a good thing because anxious people are more successful. And I was like, just give me drugs. (laughs) I just heard that. (laughs) Yeah, she told me that. Um, And I think it is a thing. I Googled it after. I was like, is this true? Um, Because I guess if you're quite laid back, you just don't care about things and you're never going to have that drive. Um, Whereas I'm just always like thinking nonstop. But I, I definitely have gone through a lot, a lot in life. And sometimes I really didn't think I knew how to get through some situations, but I did. And I'm here today. So I think also a reminder for myself moving forward that um, I can get through it. And if I get sick again, if things happen at work or relationships or friends, whatever it is, like I can, I can do it. Um, because sometimes it feels like you can't. Texting or talking? Ooh, I have to say voice memoing. Absolutely. I don't know how I'd keep in contact with you guys, especially at the other side of the world. If we didn't voice memo all day about nothing, I'd like to <laughs> confirm. How many messages did you have for me the other day, Sarah? Wasn't it like 35? Uh, yeah, 34, 34. You aren't that bad. I mean, it's 34. like restraining order amount, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? I love it. I want more. I know. So do I. <laughs> I mean, I don't actually know what we talk about all day, but how would life work without it? No. And the thing is, I like to tell myself it saves time. Um, but then I send like a 20 minute voice memo and I'm like, huh, did that actually save me time? <laughs> Or if I texted, would I have said it in less words? Um, how I like the one you sent today. That made you no just sense. text straight after to say yeah, don't bother listening like, to it. Yeah, probably not worth listening to unless you want to laugh at me because I had, I was just, I don't know what it was about. I was just one subject to the next and talking about online shopping and how I need summer dresses, but I need to buy a rug for my living room still. <laughs> Um, I'm the same though. Absolutely. And it's so helpful to keep in contact with people, like you said, in different time zones, usually wake up to quite a few voice notes, um, especially from Canada, listen to those respond. It's like my morning routine now. And I absolutely love it. Also just hearing people's voices and the emotion and everything behind it, I think is like comforting. It's like you're almost, almost together. Mm, Celebrity crush. so weird I'm such a weirdo go on go on mine's Piers Morgan do you know who he is yeah I'm just taking a moment to judge you (laughs) (laughs) they literally take the mick out of me so much at work for this but I do I just find him so funny and he's so he's literally like Marmite in England as well so I'm not going to be very popular sadness because people no, either love him or hate him <laughs> yeah but I just think he's so funny I didn't see that coming um <laughs> really did not see that coming okay okay I was processing sorry um I'm trying to like think I'm I was I obviously he's speechless he again yeah, a little. Um, but I was trying to remember what he even looked like. I'm like, if he's like, he's, he, well, I've got quite weird taste in men, haven't I? I quite like, like 
like Brits who are a bit chubby and a bit of a big personality. And that's Pierce Morgan, bit chubby, funny, but well, to me. doesn't come after you for saying that. (laughs) A little bit chubby, (laughs) English. Yeah. I've got very strange taste in men, though. I've been told that since I was very young. I don't think so. I mean, there's nothing wrong with, um, what do they call it? Like the dad bod. Um, and granddad bod. <laughs> um, and yeah, let's move on from him. Anyways. So- <laughs> Use your Seth. This will be, this will be different. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, oh, he's fit. Yeah, he's nice. He's so, so my time. I've just watched his l- l- latest movie. He's lovely. Yeah, I um, mm. I I love every, well, almost every film that he's done, and he's. I just like looking at him. Um, so definitely. I mean, there's a few, um, but he's the first that comes to mind. <clears throat> okay, last one. Um, do you believe in fate? Yeah, I do massively. So I'm a big believer that things happen for a reason. And I'm a big believer that um, kind of avenues you choose um, are for a reason, if that makes sense. And you meet people for a reason, might be short-term, might be long-term. Things that happen to you temporarily or even permanently happen for a reason. And I'm a big believer what you put out usually comes back at you. Yeah, definitely. If that makes sense. Yeah, and I think fate and karma are difficult topics because people do experience some really horrible horrible things and so to say that happened to you for a reason is like really not something anybody wants to hear um and that alone can be uh like if you told me some things that have happened to me happened for a reason I would want to tell you to go fuck yourself (laughs) but at the same time when I look back to how everything has added up in my life and just even like heartbreaks and things. Um, when I was a kid, oh my God, oh my God. I did not think I would make it through my first heartbreak. And like, it was the end of the world. Looking back now, that happened for a reason, people. <laughs> that bloody happened you remember, for a reason. <laughs> Sad, do you remember, do you remember um, the song, was it Rise by Gabrielle? Oh, I don't know. Do you remember that song? You, I, I'm not going to sing it because I'm a terrible singer. <laughs> I was about to just then. I think you should. Oh, it's a really, really famous song. It might not even be called Rise and it might not even be by Gabrielle. I don't even know who <laughs> that is. But there is a song. <laughs> I remember when I found out the guy I lost my virginity to and obviously he was the love of my life at the time. Like he just dumped me on the phone and then told me he'd like cheated on me with everyone. And I was crying into a pillow for hours listening to this song on repeat I'll never forget that that's probably why I turned into such an ice queen <laughs> he's going on and my list of people I like. don't like <laughs> along with the ones he, he's going on the list of people I don't like remember the onesie guy <laughs> I don't like him now I don't like this guy <laughs> it's mean, so true though isn't it like things like that like crush you when you're younger yeah. I mean, the first one's always the hardest. If you're young and listening to this and going through your first heartbreak, 
it, it, you get over it. It's happening for a reason. (laughs) Believe me, the person that you're attracted to when you're like in your teenage years versus who you're attracted to when you're in your thirties, it could, I mean, some people have high school sweethearts and things work out and you grow together, but, um, yeah, no, not likely. There fair are play if you are. It's, yeah, fair play. <laughs> I do. There are some people I went to school with that are still together, um, oh, which is wow. impressive. But you you still change and you change together. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, you uh, you'll you'll get through it. Listen to some music, eat some ice cream, plot your life out, focus on your goals. Brilliant. Should we do it? Should we do a check in? We were talking about. Yep. I guess we should explain what this is, but. We'll probably do it at the beginning of episodes moving forward, but we thought it might be useful just to do a bit of a check-in in terms of stomach and mind, because both are so closely related. And also just to give you an idea that things vary for us as well. Like some days we have really good days, other days, our worlds are falling apart. Um, so we thought it would be good to be vulnerable and honest with that. So Kat, for sure. how's your head? Yeah, I, your I've been really lucky recently um with my stomach and my mind and as sarah said that our stomachs and, and kind of mental health are so interlinked as we know but i've been super lucky i think um i've been really i mean i say this and i'm thinking of like what i ordered on delivery last night i was about to say i've been so good with my nutrition guys <laughs> but as sarah knows i had a sweet tooth last night and decided to order two cakes <laughs> not full cakes delivery, though, right? like pieces of for cake. myself Huh? pieces of cake not too full yeah 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 like a yeah, chocolate okay. brownie and a carrot cake like yeah. not whole ones like yeah, okay. Jesus so I to clarify. Christ. <laughs> I've been quite lucky I think I've you know been sleeping well I've been doing kind of small amounts of yoga daily I've been doing lots of projects on top of work but sleeping really well I think where I'm feeling quite kind of inspired with the with the other work I'm doing at the moment um, so I feel like I'm in a really good place and my stomach's been really good. Yeah. I feel really, really cool at the moment. I love that. So I definitely went through a few weeks of like not being in a good headspace. Um, but I feel like I'm, I'm coming out the other end and getting through a really manic, manic time. I have a break coming up from the course that I'm taking in two weeks. So I'm like, okay, power through, power through. <laughs> um, and things with work are coming together. Things with my personal life are getting back on track and settling down. And I think I'm just getting into a better headspace all around. So that's really good. I'm quite happy about that. Stomach wise, I've been quite fortunate. However, however, I think I was just out of it when I was at the grocery store a few days ago. And I mean, the packaging is exactly the same other than one says oat and the other says macadamia nut, (laughs) but like the container, I mean, looks exactly the same. And I think it was just in the wrong spot. I don't know. I'll take the blame. I grabbed the wrong one. I grabbed the oat, put it in my fridge, didn't even think, made a coffee in the morning. I was like, that looks really dark. Again, didn't look at the label. Um, And then I took a sip of it and I'm like, no, 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 this isn't. And this isn't macadamia nut milk. It was oat milk and I'm celiac. Yeah, luckily it was only one sip and I did not finish it. So I've had a bit of bloating, but nothing extreme, which is really good because I accidentally, when I was in Sri Lanka a few years ago, I accidentally got served milk milk, like cow's milk. Oh my God. That was the first time. So I 
gave up dairy back in, ooh, about 13 years ago, 14 years ago. And then I had like a massive gulp of like cow's milk and that destroyed my stomach for a good few days. Um, so really happy that the tiny sip of oat milk hasn't destroyed me yet, but I've definitely had some bloating and just like blah feeling. And I think what's really important for everyone to know as well, that some of the snippets that we've put on Instagram, you didn't feel very well, sir. Not at all. One of them, which was probably one of our funnier ones, I had to pop a Valium. So <laughs> yeah. Prescribed, I'd like to say prescribed. prescribed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, Brian didn't turn up at the door with the Valium people. It was prescribed. It was. Uh, I love that you chose that name though. That's my brother's name. Brian and Sharon every time. <laughs> I love Brian and Sharon. I, I wish he showed up with a Valium. No, I, my doctor told me that being anxious is really good. And then gave me the prescription. Thank <laughs> you like that. <laughs> Life is not, don't believe everything you see on Instagram. <laughs> it's pretty Absolutely. much the conclusion to that point. It's, uh, it's only a highlight reel, literally. Brilliant. But guys, we would love to hear from you. Anything you want to hear, anything you want us to research, anything you want us to look into, let us know. And hopefully we will be able to keep you entertained while talking about some serious stuff, but also kind of put our personality on it as well. Absolutely. And you can, of course, listen to us on Apple and Spotify and Google um, and SoundCloud and, and, and so pick one and subscribe and like, and review if you, if you like us. Um, and then also definitely follow us on Instagram at pop to the loo podcast. Um, because we do share some random bits and bobs and behind the scenes. We are everywhere. People, you cannot avoid us pick one or all and follow us. Um, and we can't wait to connect with you more. Love you loads guys.